Hi and welcome to Sheepcast. The date is September 10th, 2020, and I'm Max Park. This is our daily devotional and prayer on Colossians, and today's passage is Colossians chapter 4, verses 7 to 9. This is what the Word of God reads. As to all my affairs, Tychicus, our beloved brother and faithful servant and fellow bondservant in the Lord, will bring you information. For I have sent him to you for this very purpose, that you may know about our circumstances and that he may encourage your hearts. And with him, Onesimus, our faithful and beloved brother, who is one of your number, they will inform you about the whole situation here. Amen. The word of God. Paul continues his letter, and as he comes to sort of the close, as he gets closer and closer to the end of the letter, he begins what would you know, traditionally be referred to as a final salutations. Um, as to all my affairs, he says, of course, I think he's referring to his current state of imprisonment as well as anything regarding the, the reasoning behind his imprisonment and persecution, uh, most likely for the purposes of encouraging the church and to just detail the church in terms of what is happening. He is sending two brothers, Tychicus and Onesimus, both who are for avid and keen Bible readers, should immediately be very familiar. Tychicus, of course, is a fellow uh, worker for Christ, as Paul refers to him as a brother, a faithful servant, and fellow bondservant in the Lord. He is sending him with the letters. Now, we know from other epistles, namely 2 Timothy and Titus, and also in Acts chapter 20, we see, of course, the name Tychicus, the name itself meaning fortunate or fortuitous. He was a Gentile convert who Paul had seen uh, come to conversion in um, uh, in Acts chapter 20 and then he takes them to Jerusalem sort of as a representative of the Gentiles and the Gentile churches that Paul was planting and he was considered by Paul obviously someone uh, who had leadership with strong strong leadership capabilities uh, as well as a reliable person that he could he could obviously I'm just gonna be very um, <laughs> Uh, the words are not coming to me this evening, but reliable, uh, and he's he's just someone who he Paul could just depend upon, and so he was considered someone, um, the in Paul's perspective, uh, as an equal to maybe you know someone more familiar to us like Titus or Timothy, and uh, he he obviously has a responsibility here to deliver the letter to the Colossians. We also know uh, that he was responsible for delivering the letters to Ephesians or to Ephesus, I should say, the letter to the Ephesians in Ephesus. Um, and we know that from Ephesians 6.21. And in Colossians 4.9, we're also told that he reads, um, that he also sends a letter to Philemon, right? And Philemon, of course, uh, that's where we find Onesimus, the second name that is mentioned in these verses. Onesimus, of course, is also in Paul's eyes considered a faithful and beloved brother, genuine uh, convert to the faith and one of the faith. And he, of course, is one of the Colossians. He's returning Onesimus with a letter to Philemon, who is uh, a member of the Christian family and the body of Christ in Colossae, and he's re returning Onesimus, and we see the details of those things found in the letter to Philemon in the book of Philemon. So you can read that and get a better understanding of who Onesimus is. Of course, he's the runaway slave, so to speak, and uh, Paul is returning Onesimus along with a letter to Philemon, and, we, and that's also part of canon. So, what do we get out of this, right? We read this, we read about, you know, here's a brother we're sending with another brother and a bunch of letters. What do we get out of this? Well, I think the encouragement for us today is um, the networking of the church, right? And that, that might, that's probably really relevant today because, you know, we're uh, under a pandemic and under lockdown, under quarantine, and a lot of the lockdown and quarantine stuff has kind of lifted. But uh, in different parts of the world, in various parts of sections of the world, 
This is a method by which the church is encouraged even today to know that there are fellow servants, beloved brothers and sisters, fellow bond servants in the Lord who can rely on faithful and beloved people um, who we know exist in this world who are um, gathering and who are communicating and who are uh, laboring for the sake of the gospel and for the sake of the Lord. You know, one of the most encouraging things that I experienced uh, on some of my mission trips, uh, to especially to the Arabian Peninsula, uh, I went there and there was this basically, <clears throat> I can't detail too much of it, but um, there was a gathering of Christians and um, mainly missionaries in the area. And they were gathering for a prayer meeting. And we had the opportunity to join them. And what I found astounding was, you know, in the Muslim world, uh, in the Islamic world, there are obviously, I mean, a plethora of difficulties and hurdles that need to be overcome in order for, uh, from a human perspective, for the gospel to be preached and for people to be reached. There's legal parameters, obviously the obstacle of Islam itself and cultural barriers, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And so I used to wonder, is this even possible? Is this a dream we can even... Is this a dream we can dream? Is this a prayer we can pray? Is this a hope that I can have that one day that these people, the billion Muslims in the world, would come to know Jesus Christ? Maybe not all, obviously not all of them, but um, is this even fathomable? Is this something that I... Am I the only one in this world that cares about seeing Muslims come to faith? And going to that prayer meeting that day really opened my eyes as to how God is working in so many lives all over the world beloved brothers and sisters in christ who are laboring faithfully for god and it really opened my eyes it really opened my eyes to the magnitude of god's work in the world and how he is working actively in christian lives to equip and send them to all parts of the globe uh, you know, we could think, oh, when will North Korea ever be open to the gospel? We, when will, you know, parts of China, you know, parts of um, Mongolia, Saudi Arabia, you know, uh, Northern Africa. Brothers and sisters, I want to encourage you. And maybe perhaps this was the purpose that Paul even sends. I mean, beyond the practical that he had to send people to send the letters. But perhaps Tychicus and Onesimus really represented uh, to the Colossians evidence of fruit evidence that God is at work and that genuine faith is truly something to marvel at um, in the life of every believer. I don't know uh, when the church will be able to gather fully, um, at least here in Canada or wherever you may be residing. But when it does, when those church doors open again and you are in the presence of not only our magnificent holy God, but in the presence of fellow believers of Christ and fellow uh, members of the body of Christ, I would love for you to marvel at the miracle that those individuals are, that they are they were once sinners, lost and dead to sin, who are now found, saved and alive in Christ. I hope that that can be an encouragement. And if there's a brother or sister you can reach out to today, I want to challenge you to reach out to them, and perhaps this day. Um, be an encouragement to them and allow them to be an encouragement to you so let's um, with that I'd like to close I know it's 
maybe not what you expected to take out of these three verses but at least for t- for me today that's that's a thought that comes to my mind and my heart and i like to pray for you god we thank you so much we thank you for this day and god like Tychicus, onesimus the apostle paul and the many christians of the early church um, as they encourage one another through writing through prayer through intercession through song and through worship and through just being there and being evidence of the fruits of the holy spirit in the lives of many believers maybe sometimes we take granted the members of our church the members of the body of christ and father perhaps it takes um, legal closing of doors of churches to help us recognize and realize the gravity and the magnitude of how magnificent of a miracle it is that we have brothers and sisters in christ help us O lord to treasure one another as much as we as much as you treasure us um, and we just pray O lord that we would be faithful to you always amidst all affairs all circumstances help us O god to be um, followers of christ in all that we do every single day all this we pray in the name of jesus christ amen i want to thank you for joining us today and if you're enjoying this podcast please check out our church facebook page called sheepgate fellowship and our youtube channel by the same name you can join us in worship on sundays via live stream at 1 p.m eastern time and the link for that is on our facebook page i hope the lord blesses you this day and enjoy god bless <laughs>